0: One of my favorite books is a memoir called Kitchen Confidential, Adventures in the Culinary Underbelly. It's written by Anthony Bourdain. Long before he became the guy on TV who travels the world in search of a good meal, Bourdain was writing down his experiences of working in many kitchens in the U.S. He told the backstory of what he had experienced. He explained that while he loved the business a lot, he also felt the need to explain the dark side of it. It's funny, shocking at times honest, and it's a true story. If you Google memoirs, Bourdain's book will show up in at least a top 10 or top 20 list of popular memoirs. Bourdain had a great story to tell, and he put it down on paper. But what about you? What about your story? Today we'll tell you how to get started with your memoir. This is Station to Station. I'm Joe Pavian. If you look up the dictionary definition of memoir, you will find a memoir From the French memoir, memoria, meaning memory or reminiscence, is a collection of memories that an individual writes about moments or events, both public or private, that took place in the subject's life. Lucy Kramer has read a lot of memoirs herself and leads workshops at the library where she works at for people who want to write their story. Whether they're funny or sad, she believes the author has an experience to share that you can relate to. I caught up with Lucy via Skype. I guess a lot of memoirs, when you look at, there is no real memoir section of a of a bookstore. A lot of these books are under nonfiction. And I realized actually after looking at nonfiction books that I had a lot of memoirs that, you know, we can talk about later. But, I, you know, I wanted to get down to the process of memoir writing first. The first question I had for you, is it therapeutic to write a memoir? And maybe the question is, should it be a therapy session for anyone who's thinking of writing their memoirs?
1: Oh, that's a great question. So, um, I don't think the purpose of the memoir is for therapy reasons, but it can be very cathartic. So, if I can give you an example, Plum Johnson wrote, They Left Us Everything, okay? And so, the reason that she wrote it was, uh, was because a lot of her friends and herself were going through, like, their parents' aging elder care... And so she felt that she wanted to write something that a lot of people could relate to.
0: How does a person get started writing? Like the people in the workshops that uh, you've led and the people that you've met, you know, what leads them there? And what advice do you give them to get started in writing their memoirs?
1: Well, the first thing I do when I teach my, my workshops, I explain to them the difference between a memoir and an autobiography. Okay, and there is a difference. Like some people use those words interchangeably, but there is a difference. In an autobiography, you are writing about your life in chronological order from the time you were born to the present. With memoir writing, it just focuses on one particular thing. For example, Clara Hughes um and just published a book not too long ago and it was on her mental health issues.
0: And that's considered a memoir because it focuses and that's on that.
1: A so, so what exactly so what it is it's like a particular um, theme It doesn't go chronologically like the autobiography does So I find that in the in the workshops like in fact I had a lady come up to me after one of them and she said to me, oh I realize I don't want to write a memoir I want to write an autobiography Ah
0: uh, okay so from the very beginning okay. with history and all right. that family history that's kind of thing
1: right. And I think like how people start, uh, and going back to Plum Johnson, like she, she journaled a lot and kept a lot of notes and then compiled it, put it together. Okay. And, and you can write, by the way, more than one memoir. Like There's an author named Mary Narr. It's spelled K-N-A-R-R. And she's written several memoirs about several different subjects in her life.
0: We've heard the cliche, a person has a book in them. But in this case, with a memoir, you can have several books in it. Basically, you know, if you are writing like with Clara Hughes, for example, you use the Olympic athlete. You know, she may write a memoir about her experiences as an athlete. But then she also wrote a memoir about her her battles with the depression. Or who knows, maybe right. there's, you know, something else uh, personal that she wants to write about.
1: That's right. You know, a lot of people want to write for their own like for themselves, that's a good place to start, or for their families, you know, grandchildren, kids, grandchildren. And then sometimes it goes to the next level. The other thing we talk about in memoirs too, like what are some of the roadblocks to memoir writing? Like some people, well, for a lot of us, it's procrastination. We don't think we're good enough. In my classes too, what I give them is, uh, is different um, exercises. And one of them, I don't have that one. It's called the six-word memoir. Have you no, heard of that? No. Okay. Well, it legend has it that uh, Ernest Hemingway started with um, the six word memoir, and he said that apparently that was the best work of his life. So, in uh, six words, you're asked to describe your uh, your life. So, I don't have that one, Joe, but that is available probably at Chapters in the library. The other one that I have that I recommend is this one here. It's called How to Write a Memoir in Thirty Days by Roberta Tims T E M E S. Okay. And it goes step by step every day. It gives you samples and, uh, and it gives you exercises. So, yeah, so that, that kind of gives you a kickstart, too, to, to writing a memoir. Do the people
0: that usually uh, – sorry, it looked like you were going to say something.
1: So the one thing that I learned, too, is uh, like a lot of people think like memoir writing, you have to be a certain age, like you're nearing the end of your life. <clears throat> In fact, that is not true. Um, and again, I don't have the resources here to. I came across two memoirs that were written by people in their twenties, and they are YouTube sensations.
0: Mm-hmm. So, a lot of the people that have come to your class have they do they have any writing background, or have they taken writing courses, and this is something new? Yes okay. and no.
1: Some of them, some of them are published. Some of them are not. Some of them are just starting.
0: Okay. Can you share some of the ideas and some of the stories that uh, the people have come to you to talk about? That they want to write
1: about. The the one lady that comes to mind is she went through um, some kind of an accident and she had a brain injury and she wanted to to write about this um, and I guess it was an exercise too to see how much she could remember. Mm-hmm you know, prior to the accident. But, um, yeah, that's basically all I can think about.
0: Is the aim for them, though, to get published, or is it the aim just to pass it on to a family member or their friends?
1: Yeah, I think that that's the big one there, is to pass it on to their family and friends.
0: So we're talking about the writing of it, but what about the reading of the memoirs? Who, uh, who Who do memoirs appeal to?
1: Well, I think they appeal to everyone because... Like, some of the stuff that happens in life, we think we're going, like, we're the only one experiencing it. But when you read some of these memoirs, you know, you realize you're not the only one going through uh, addiction, mental health, marital problems. You know, those are all universal themes. And I think it is comforting to the reader. I think it's it's cathartic for the writer to write. And it's also very... Um, what's the word i want it also shows the reader that they are not alone in their in their plight
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, uh, obviously, it's a story for many of them. Like with Plum Johnson, you mentioned uh, she was looking after her father at the age of 40 but really started around writing it around the late 50s. It's uh, And this has to do a lot with the writing process, you know that maybe it's time before a person actually sits in front of their laptop or whatever they use to um, uh, write their story that they... Yeah. They need to write down, get ideas and thoughts of, and direction, basically, of where this is going, where their story is going. Yeah,
1: and I also, I also tell people when they sit down to write, don't worry about the spelling, don't worry about the grammar. Get, you know, get the, the feelings down, the the events. Mm-hmm. You know, that stuff will all come later.
0: So it starts out more or less as a journal then?
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: What about getting published? Is it, um, is it difficult for a common person with no writing background to get published I
1: don't I don't want to say that it is because I think if the writing is good quality I don't think that it is um, but I mean I think it's important to like some people will publish these like will publish will self publish mm-hmm. and then other people will you know will I think first of all you have to search for an agent like you, you have to do your homework. Okay. Like, once you write it, you really have to do your homework, like, about the publishing companies, who you want to publish uh, with, you know, um, how many books they will, you know, they will publish.
0: Just to recap, if you can list to me a top five or top three things that you need to do to sit down and start writing your memoirs.
1: Okay, I think number one, read as many memoirs as you can okay read read as many as you can and there are a lot of excellent ones both new and older older works uh number two take a memoir class a workshop you know you'll meet other people with similar interests you'll be able to ask a lot of questions number three um just start writing start writing don't be afraid don't procrastinate um number four I think you need to either, you know, like encourage yourself, give yourself positive uh, positive comments, pat yourself on the back, you know, set a goal for yourself. What are you going to write? You know, maybe write 500 words a day, you know, and number five, I think have fun and recognize that you do have a contribution to make, whether it is just with your family or, you know, beyond that.
0: So yeah. All right, Lucy Kramer. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. It's been a pleasure.
0: All right, now it's your turn to get started. Maybe the sounds of a manual typewriter will get you inspired. You've been listening to Station to Station. I'm Joe Pavia. You can check out other podcasts, blogs, and photos that I've posted on the site. And if you want to receive an alert about new podcasts or blogs or photos, just sign up for an email alert. Just uh, put down your email at the bottom of the main page of the site, and if you want to get in touch with me, leave a reply at the bottom of this page, or if you want to email a comment or an idea for a future feature, a future feature, send it to s2spod at gmail.com, and that's the number two, s2spod at gmail.com. You'll also find that address on the About Joe page on my WordPress blog. Thanks for checking me out.